welcome to episode 35 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast for sharing tips, apps, and gear for iPhone and iPad, along with related technologies that get us using iOS in a fun, productive, and meaningful way. I am your host, Dave Ginsberg, and I am thrilled to have joined me tonight is Mr. Chuck Joyner from Mac Voices. How are you doing, Chuck? I'm doing great, Dave. Thanks for having me. Yeah, th- thanks for being here. I'm, I'm just absolutely thrilled you're here. Um, <clears throat> if, if anybody doesn't know, uh, Chuck was a little bit of my inspiration when it came to podcasting. I've been doing podcasts for about two years now, so I'm, I'm a newbie. Chuck's been doing it for a lot, quite a long time before before me, So, but uh, I've always uh, enjoyed his uh, his content on Mac Voices, but I definitely tell. I could definitely say that he has been quite an inspiration to for me to to be doing this podcast, and I can't believe that I'm actually hosting a podcast and actually having you uh, on it with me. So, well, I I appreciate that. I I saw you present at Max Talk the first year, and yes. we talked about it. And you just seem to be one of those guys that loves to share the information. Of course, with your involvement with user groups, that's evident. And yeah, yeah. Seemed like the perfect venue, so we had to drag you into it. <laughs> See you, you. You twisted my arm, and, and here I am a couple years later, got two podcasts so far. Who knows? There might be more coming. I don't know. Uh, but uh, but I definitely wanted to uh, uh, put that out there for folks, uh, our listeners, and what inspired me to get this all started. So so uh, we uh, have a pretty full agenda tonight. I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the news. We have a couple of news stories that, that, that piqued my interest. We won't go too deep into those. But our topics tonight are going to be the iPhone, uh, you have the 10s or XS, if some people call it, and uh, I have the 10 10s Max, and uh, we're gonna kind of uh, discuss our and compare our notes to see what we like, what we how we like it so far. We've only had it since what Friday, right, of last week, since a while before we're recording this. So, uh, so we'll have a lot of you'll have a little bit of uh, we'll have some insights in that, right? Sounds good. Sounds good. Yep. Yeah. And then the Apple Watch Series Four, I have not purchased it yet, but but Mr. Joiner has does have it, which I'm not surprised. And I'm still holding out, but I'm you know me, I'm gonna as everybody knows, uh, I I will give in and end up getting it. So this after this discussion, I probably be going running out and ordering it <laughs> later. So we'll see. Don't I remember a situation where you thought the iPhone Eight was good enough, and eight, then you it's good enough, yeah. and I. Yeah, yeah, went to the t- yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Everybody remembers that very, very finally, and I, I, I deserve that uh, bashing, and uh, but I, I don't think I'll do that again. Just like a, a, a HomePod, I, I, I ended up giving in, and now we have, I don't know if you know that I have a HomePod now. So ah, okay, I, I, I but that, that was a little. I obviously, don't I have a chance to listen to every podcast, but uh, the, the HomePod was. Uh, uh, it was a, a kind of a gift because the the wife had some gift cards from Target, so that that, that kind of uh, kind of uh, helped me not pay as much for it. So, but I'm enjoying it too. So, I mean, hey, we, we you and I both love Apple products. We we're we're, we're, we're part of the Apple community, and uh, I got to keep it going. So, yeah, I, uh, I I think it's nice that you don't refer to it as addicted. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm not addicted at all. Uh, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll th- uh, spend the rest of the show on iOS 12. There's uh, quite a bit of uh, change, and I've got some good insights that relates to uh, what they've done, especially um, uh, legacy device support and speed improvements. And I've had I've even got some feedback from friends telling me that's it's improved. So, well, anyway, let's, uh, let's go dig into the, some of the news stories that I, uh, that caught my eye. First one. And, and I think, you know, music is kind of a, a thing that we love with our Apple devices. Uh, Sirius XM is uh, going to acquire uh, Pandora for 3.5 billion. Did you, did you happen to see this article and, and 
and what your thoughts were on that? Yeah, I, I did. Um, I've been a Pandora fan for a long time. I don't, yeah, me too. You know, I don't use it as much as I used to. Um, this was an interesting marriage. I can't decide. Yeah. I can't decide exactly what it means. The, the the most interesting thing about it, though, is that Pandora apparently also has a clause in this deal where they can continue to shop themselves around, and if they get a better, oh, really? they can jump. So I, I, I don't know. Going to be very interesting to see how that shakes out. Yeah, I, and, and you know, SiriusXM obviously hasn't been you know a prominent uh, company for many years. I mean, they were losing money for many years. I mean, other than Howard Stern, they pay a lot of money for him, but. Uh, but they, they uh, I never thought that they would be in a position to, to, to make a purchase as this big. So, but I mean, I, I'm serious. I'm both, I'm subscribers to both. Um, and uh, Sirius XM has a lot of great music channels. And I, I think this is a nice, nice compliment as far as the, the, the music choices you'll have on both services. So um, I, I think it'll be interesting to see if, if Sirius uses Pandora to drive some of those music channels. Uh, as yeah. as far as the you know what the programming is, right. I do not subscribe to to Sirius. I've okay. one of those things. It's like okay, I, I've got so much music from other sources that I haven't needed to. But I, I and I've honestly, I didn't think they'd still be around at this point. But they are, I'm, and they are, in, yeah. and people that use it love it. So I, I give them credit. They found a way to do. do some really interesting things that keep people coming back. So good for them and. Hopefully Pandora can add to that and continue to be its own thing as well. More influenced Sirius XM is with my family and my specifically my wife. She she loves having it in the car. Um, a couple of the channels that they do the blend is, is one of them. Uh, has a nice mix of music and they, she's she really enjoys it. So it's 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 a nice thing. Who knows when we get a new car and 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 CarPlay comes into play? You know because you know we have a uh, she has a uh, we have a Chrysler products or. Uh, Jeep and Dodge, so um, the uh, you know you're you're stuck with the old services that they had before UConnect. Um, but I know the new the new newer cars now have CarPlay. So I, and I was in a car with CarPlay, and I was like, oh man, I want CarPlay bad. So you never know, because now because with me being a subscriber to Apple Music too, uh, you know it uh, it definitely makes a difference. So yeah. Um, the uh, and then the other news story I think was also uh, related to uh, music was. Uh, Apple finalized the, their their Shazam acquisition, and uh, now it will be ad free. Which, wow, that is kind of surprising. I don't know if you think that, but uh, Shazam was a was a great product. I mean, my gosh, what Shazam! I was using Shazam ten years ago when it first came out, and it was a, the most exciting thing in the world. Was when you could put your phone up to a to a song and be able to find out who was singing it. So. What was your thoughts on this? Um, it seems like such a natural fit uh, because yeah, yeah. Apple, oh, totally. Apple has always postured themselves as being about music discovery. And this is a, what, a, what a great way to discover music when you hear something, whether it's in an elevator or a department yeah. store or anywhere, you know, hit the little Shazam button and not only right. find out who it is, but you've got also all that information right on your phone. And if you want to buy the right. music there, you can. So this just seems like a, a, a no brainer. Um, instead yeah. of trying to for, uh, scratch that instead of trying to encourage me to subscribe to a channel that maybe I'm really not into, this yeah. just says, Hey, you cared enough about this to check it out. And now by the way, we'll sell it to you or we'll add it to your library as an Apple music subscriber. So I think it right. makes perfect sense. And I wasn't that surprised to see ads not part of it. I mean, that okay. ads would not have been, at least in, from where I sit, ads would not have been an Apple style. So true. True. 
Yeah, I mean, Shazam, the, the ads were kind of annoying, honestly. Oh, <laughs> I mean, when you were, I don't know, when, if you were using it, but, uh, you know, popping up all these ads all the time, I, I think it's a smart move. I mean, what's it going to cost them? I mean, it's just another service that they're they're absorbing into to their portfolio of all the other services that Apple's offers. So uh, why not? I mean, it's, and, and, and they'll incorporate it with Apple Music. So, I mean, and then Apple Music is a subscriber-based uh, service. So I, I think it'll be fine. So no, but I'm, they, they are now officially uh, part of Apple. It is completed and uh, very soon they'll stop putting out ads on Shazam. Uh, other news story, and uh, I, I was not at all surprised about this, is the, the iPhone XS Max has significantly outsold the, uh, the, the XS. And the 256 model was the most popular, which I got. Which, which size did you get? I also got the 256. Yeah, 512 is insanity. <laughs> it's just, I just cannot justify that price. Well, if you uh, and, and need, need for space, really. Yeah, the only way that you would need, I mean, need that kind of space, I would think, right. would be if you were shooting a lot of 4K video. Then right. very much justified. But as a phone, yeah, you can stick a lot of a lot of photos and a lot of other things in 256 and still have a comfortable amount of room left. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but... Uh, I was not all surprised that the iPhone XS Max was uh, selling well. Uh, I think that's what everybody was waiting for. And I, I honestly don't mind the size. I mean, I, I, I'm sure you put them next to each other when you when you made your choice and take a look at it. And or did you? <laughs> yeah, I, David. You know, I had I had um, had a seven. Let's see, a seven, a seven. Well, the the seven S or now I can't even remember. But the large seven version plus. of the seven, seven plus, seven. right? Right. And when I when the ten came out, of course there was only one size, and right. I've I just discovered that while I didn't mind the larger size, and there was definitely there were definitely some advantages for having the larger yeah. size, I got very used to having the smaller phone in my pocket, in my breast pocket of my jackets, um, sure. and it it just if if I'd gone with the Max, I'm I know I wouldn't be unhappy. But I stuck with with this one for a little while, and especially the the one thing that to me I was was brilliant about this particular set of releases was there was no functional difference outside of right. the battery life, of course, between right. between the two. With the seven and the seven plus, the the camera and the image stabilization, I think, was the other thing that right. distinguished it, and it it pushed you to that larger size. There was nothing to to push you here. You got it got to make the true choice of. I want this size or I want that size, but the function is the same. And I, yeah. I, I really applaud Apple for that. Absolutely. And we'll, and we'll touch upon our, our, our comparing our notes between the models here in just a little bit here on our topic. Uh, the last story that caught my eye was the, uh, the, fall, uh, the fall detection feature. It's on by default if you're 65 years old or older. I found that to be interesting. Um, I, I guess not everybody wants it turned on, um, but uh you have to go in and actually turn it on if you're not 65 years old. And it knows that based on all the data that you put in uh, into the activity app uh, as far as your birthday and all that. And then and, uh, what you thought of that? It's just interesting. I guess I would say. I, I, I would agree. I, I mean, listen, at some point you have to make some generalizations and yeah. there are plenty of 65 year and, and older that are very, sorry, that sounds terrible, but they're very spry. They're very, you know, they have no problems. But, you know, years are going to catch up with everybody. And oh, of course. you got to draw a line in the sand. Hey, 65 is as good a place as 63 or 70 or whatever. No matter where they put it, somebody's going to take offense. So you just right. got to do it. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, for those who've gotten the Apple, who have ha who have the uh, Apple Watch, um, 
the uh, the 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 fall the the fall detection feature is uh, not turned on by default, so you'll have to turn it back on and uh, and uh, go from there. So um, so those are some of the new stories we wanted to talk about, and uh, let's uh, move right on and talk about our, our initial thoughts about the iPhone XS and XS Max. Um, so what what is your thoughts so far about the phone? I mean, you've had it since Friday, so we've only had it for about what three or four days. So yeah, um, I, first of all, I'm really I'm really liking it, and. Yeah. I've I've want to try to restrict my comments to the phone as opposed to the new version of, of iOS, but right, right. I feel like the phone definitely, and I don't know if this is a function of the phone. I think it is because of the chip, but it, it definitely feels snappier. Again, every, every iteration Great. seems to feel better and it feels snappy. It feels good. The, the standout thing of course is the camera. Um, side-by-side photos seem to be really, really nice. But um, when I started taking photos with it, even though it was not the the nicest weather here in, in central Pennsylvania over the weekend, right. it just they're just better. You know, I've, I'm not I, I'm not a student student enough of photography to know exactly what's better about them, but I just know they look better. Not that the right. ten look bad by any means, but no. this just looks better because of larger sensor and some of the computational photography aspects of of the the new HDR that are built in. It's I, if 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 you're looking to take the optimal photos, yeah, you need to get one of these phones if, if that's going to be your main your main camera. Oh yeah, the the camera is incredible. I mean, I think it's got a um, a, a very nice uh, clear clear picture. I mean, I definitely can tell a difference between uh, the the 10 and the and the 10s uh, the 10s uh, Max uh, with the, the camera quality in itself. I mean, you've taken pictures as well as I have, and and. Wow, what a difference as far as the, the quality, huh? Yeah, and you know, I, you don't want to sell it too hard because I, I kept looking yeah. at mine, thinking, okay, is this is this uh, confirmation bias that oh yeah, I, I just spent all this money on this phone, and so <laughs> obviously the pictures look better, but sure. I think there is an objective difference that you can see. Yeah, and um, the, uh, the 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 chip that's in there now is the uh, the uh, the A12 Bionic, and uh, this, it is a very powerful chip. I mean, it's it's it just uh, to take advantage of things like the augmented reality, uh, a lot of other things. I know a lot of people aren't going to be probably tapping much into augmented reality right now because um, it's uh, still pretty new, and not everybody's gamers and slide into that stuff. But uh, but the, the the dual camera system in itself, w- w- as far as talking about the camera, going back to the camera, I mean, it definitely definitely has uh, some definitely advantages when it comes to that. So, but again, now we go down to size. You, you again, you you per- preferred the the 10s, and I and I looked at the 10s, and it's exactly it's exactly the same size as the 10. Um, and yeah, you had it. I mean, I had the 10, but I had I also had the the 8 plus, and I also had the 7 plus. So right. um, uh, so uh, I was used to those large sizes. But so I went down to the 10 because. We just talked about beer for the show. I went from the eight plus to the ten uh, in a two month period, uh, but uh, I do like the eight, the ten. I mean, the ten was a very nice phone. I mean, I, the size was, was was okay with me. I was used to it. I mean, we we had it a little under a year, so. Um, but the, yeah, I was, I'm I'm liking the size. Yeah, and and I've seen the Max, and I I have to say, if I'd gotten that, I'd be happy with that too. Um, right. I don't don't have any huge regrets that I didn't go that direction. Yeah. But you know, it, it, it's I think it almost comes down to just practically, you know, almost almost in some cases, what kind of clothes you wear and how you carry your phone. Um, right. Some people love it in their in their front pocket. Some people love it in their back pocket. Some people just walk around with it in their hand. So wh- whatever suits you, there is no bad choice here. Right, right. No, I agree. Both both phones are great. Now, again, 
I'll, I'll get people who, who have asked me, you know, do I, do I really need to upgrade? Do I, I have the 10? Is the 10 okay? Yeah, the 10 is fine. I mean, I think if you have the iPhone 10, majority of the people, unlike you and I, would not probably upgrade. They'd probably be happy with it and spend, maybe spend another year with it. Because especially if you're on the upgrade program or if you financed it, you could do it for two years. So you're paying it you know, for two, two full years, then you decide at that point to, to upgrade. For those who've had the 8 or the 7, or even going back even further, oh, yeah, there's no other question. I think it's, it's a very worthy upgrade. Um, you know, going only back to the six success. I mean, I still see people with fives and five S's. So, um, so definitely, uh, I think it's a, a worthy upgrade for sure. Yeah. I, I think you have to ask just like you do with, with desktops and laptops, you have to ask folks right. what they, what they want to do and how critical those, how mission critical those tasks are. If you're just looking to do casual web surfing right. or email, you know, five, six, seven, eight, they're all fine. You know, they, they perform a little better the the, the later models you get, but right. at, at the end of the day, you and I like to push the edge. We like to try, try out all the new stuff. Of course. And, you know, that's just what we do. And, and so that's fine. But again, you know, these are all fine machines and they've, the power that they put in your hand is just absolutely staggering. Agreed. Agreed. Now the one model we didn't talk about and which we don't know about because we don't have yet is the, the iPhone 10 R. Now the 10 R is a, uh, very similar to the 10s. It does have a slightly bigger screen though, the 6.1 inch um, and same camera, but it's not dual um, uh, and has all the other stuff that's in it uh, as far as the differences go. But you are looking at price difference of about uh, $200. Um, what was your thoughts on that? Because we have, we, again, we won't know anything about it until we see it, you know, in, in the live and in, in when people, other people have it. So well, this, this is an interesting evolution, an interesting choice Apple made, because this yeah. is the step up from the 8. But it's right. not that much of a step down from the, the, the 10s or the 10s Max. Other than the camera. Other than the camera. Other than the camera. Yeah. But some of the, some of the camera features are still there, too. It's just you don't have yep. that dual lens. So this is almost like the, different, the flip side of what I was saying about the 7 earlier, where yeah. they, they forced you to make a choice. Here... There are a couple small differences, but they're not forcing you to make that much of a choice. No. But no, you no, can no. save a couple hundred bucks and, and maybe throw that toward extra memory if that's what you need. So yeah. I, you're right. We haven't seen it, but I, I think it plays well at that upper end of, of the spectrum where Apple loves to play. Yeah. And I think for sure that that 10R is going to sell crazy. I mean, once it comes out in the market, we have another month, a little less, a little less than a month to go yet before it's on pre-order. Um, but uh, I just I definitely think Apple was smart because they, they, I think they, they were getting some bashing about the, the, the high cost of the 10S and the 10S Max. I mean, the very high end of the 10S Max is $1,500. I mean, that's a lot of money for most people. Uh, again, you're not buying, you're, most people are not paying for it outright. They're, 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 they're uh, doing financing or, I mean, I, I'm part of the Apple upgrade program every year. So yep. I do that. So it's costing me, you know, 40, 50 or $60 a month, depending on the phone. So, um, so, so it, 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 that's one of the things I, I, I want to stress to the listeners is, you know, that, yeah, it is an expensive phone. There's no question about that. 10 S 10 S max. If, but you know, you really have to make that decision based on what you can afford and what you want. Um, and we want these phones. <laughs> so. Yeah. And don't, and let's not overlook the fact that the, the, the 10 R will come in colors. And that's colors. Is, too. Yeah. I mean, you know, to you, to you, to me, that doesn't mean much. 
um, you know, we're kind of happy having a choice between the the gold, the space gray, gold. and whatever silver. I guess space gray is my color. I always go. Yep, with that. same same thing here. But there are a lot of people that that, and especially you know, younger people, kids. You know, pick your pick your how you categorize them. But that is important to them. They want that color phone. They even more so than just uh, customizing it with a case. And so right. this is meant, I think, for a much different audience, but it's still an iPhone and still delivers that iPhone experience. Yeah, and you've got, uh, what is it, four or five, six colors, including the, the product red, and there's a coral as well as a yellow, which are unusual colors that I've not seen on an iPhone before. And then the standard black and the white, but it's also a blue too. So yeah, so they, they really, uh, I think that's going to appeal all to the fashion uh, folks out there who like to have a phone that, that's got a little bit different color. Um, but they did add the gold. The gold was gone for a while on, on the, on the, on the, on the iPhone eight, there was limited colors too. Uh, so you have silver black and, uh, and uh, I'm sorry, silver space gray and gold on the 10 S and the 10 S max. So. And I have to wonder what, uh, what influence Angela Aaron's had in this. Um, <laughs> I bet a little. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you would think so because this is not a compromised phone. Like, the previous yeah. lower end model was. I mean, let's face it, it was a bit of a compromise and yet folks loved it because they didn't need the high end or features or, or at least maybe they wanted them, but they didn't need them. So they didn't buy them. They preferred the color. Right. And so now the, the colored iPhones, if you will, um, don't represent nearly as much of a compromise. And so, you know, again, this, right. this is a bit of a nod to, to Apple's fashion sense and Angela and what she's been trying to accomplish. At least that's, that's a yeah. speculation on my part. No, I agree with you. And I see it in the Apple stores too. Um, they, uh, they definitely, uh, she's made a big, quite a, quite a, uh, inspiration and change to not only the style and design, uh, but colors, but, uh, but the stores too. So, I mean, so I definitely think she's got some influence on all these uh, areas. So, yeah. Um, and then the, and again, I said the, 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 the 10 R is got a slightly bigger display. It's 6.1 inches opposed to 5.8 inch on the 10 S it is a liquid retina HD display versus a super retina uh, HD display. So there's the little difference there as well is the, is the display. Will you notice a difference? I bet most people won't. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it definitely it does 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 have that. So yeah, I'm anxious to put those two side by side. Might be and, like to see how it looks and, and see just how much of a difference it is because once again these screens are getting so good. You know, no matter what the technology is, some sure some are going to be a little brighter, but I have to wonder if, if it doesn't turn into that thing where you go to the big box store and you can definitely see a difference between the TVs until you get it home, and then it's like, yeah, it's it's great in my living room and. <laughs> it may have been the lower end one at the store, but it's perfectly fine for me. But but and then the display sizes, uh, the the 10s is a two 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 thousand forty two four three six by eleven twenty five pixel resolution. It's got the same PPI of four fifty eight versus the uh, the 10s Max, which is twenty six eighty eight by twelve forty two. So it's slightly bigger, but the same PPI. So it's not the difference. And the contrast ratio is where they're million to one contrast ratio on both of our, our model phones. Um, and then the uh, the the 10R is going to be only a 1400 to one contrast ratio. Again, I think most people who want an iPhone want to get into the iPhone, and they don't want to go backwards by looking at the seven, you know, because you could buy the seven right now. That's what 449 dollars, so it's a lot a tremendous amount cheaper. So going up to this model might inspire more more people to, to purchase it. But I know Apple's been what really caused the delay. I think was the displays, it's get, getting the displays and being able to, to meet the demand of the products, so they decided to delay it. So 
Yeah, agreed. Um, but uh, and yeah, that, I think that was good uh, good info about the phones, and I, I think we're both happy <laughs> as far as our, our our phone use. And yeah, one if I can, one other point though that I want to applaud yeah, applaud Apple for is <clears throat> that they didn't gratuitously make uh, any big changes that demand that you buy new cases. Some of the yeah. cases there, the, the camera bump is a little bit different and a little bit bigger. So depending on the tolerances of the case that you have now, if you had an iPhone 10, um, you, you, the odds are that you'll be able to use it. Um, there are going to be a few that you, that you, it will infringe yeah. on the camera, but I thought this was great that they didn't just go out there and make a wholesale change. There's some practical reasons they probably didn't too, as far as, you know, the, the manufacturing process, but yeah. I, I love the fact that I could take, I, in fact, all the cases I use, I haven't found one that that bump, the, the extra little bit of camera bump has made a difference on. So again, yeah. they're, they're, I think they're thinking a little bit more about some of these things and enough next time, maybe change the whole thing, but hopefully for good reasons, not just because they can. Right, exactly, and then so so the, your iPhone 10 case did fit uh, the 10s. Yeah, without a problem. Or? I've, I've got I've got three different cases I use, and they all fit. Didn't you know? No no problem with the camera. They all fit just great. Yeah, well, I didn't have that option. Yeah. <laughs> I had to buy I had to buy the a new case, but I, I got got a different color this time. I got the midnight blue instead of the black. That's what I always purchased before. So, and the silicon cases are still nice. That's what I have uh, for my my iPhone. I'm I'm pretty happy with it. So. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. That, that, that's the one benefit you're going to have by sticking with the 10s. Uh, it, and if you had the 10, then you don't have to buy a new case. Um, and speaking of that, even with the Apple Watch, you don't have to buy new bands either. And you have an Apple Watch Series 4. And did you get the cellular model? I did not. I did not. Good. I'm glad because I, I don't think, I think that's incredibly overpriced. And I, I just don't find me using the Apple Watch. I mean, my I have the Series 3 right now but it's the non-cellular version. It's GPS, GPS version. And I'm perfectly fine with it. I, I, I can still answer my phone from my watch, but I have to have my iPhone with me in order to do it. And, and, and plus, for those of you who want the cellular model, you also have to pay your carrier extra money too, uh, as far as that goes too. Um, so uh, it's uh, it, it's been very uh, uh, kind of discerning to, I don't think that it's worth the, the extra cost to get the cellular model. Um, so uh, what are you liking about the watch so far? Um, I, gee, you know, the, first of all, the screen, I mean, I bought the 40, and that's, the 44 yeah. millimeter screen, uh, or, or size, I should say. And it's really amazing because not only is the watch a little bit bigger, but the screen or the display itself is so much larger because there's much less yeah. of a bezel. Um, and I think that's the, that's the thing that strikes you the, the, the most. And especially yeah. if you use uh, a couple of the new Apple watch faces, that allow you to put so much more information on there. Yep. Um, it, it looks something like out of something out of science fiction because you've got all this stuff on there and yet it's, it's very readable and you, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's logically arranged so that you know exactly what it is. And I, I just, I think it's fantastic. Um, again, same thing, the speed, it feels just a little snappier and I know this is a watch folks. So, you know, but yeah, well, still, but still. It, 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 it <laughs> makes a difference. Um, the one thing that really, though, has jumped out at me the most is how much louder this watch can be. Speaker. Yeah. Um, it. I mean, if if and I'll be careful not to invoke invoke her, but if I ask, hey, S lady. Um, yeah. Well, I know she's right there, and there's no question about it. Picks it up. And and so I I really like that. I haven't had as much of a chance to work with everything that I as I'd like to, but yeah. I've I've started changing. You know 
playing with the complications and all, and have had, I've only had one little hiccup. Um, in mm-hmm. fact, I just put something on Facebook asking for help. If anybody knows, um, I've had no trouble getting any of the complications to work except dark sky. I cannot, mm-hmm. the dark sky complication and the app is on the phone. The app is on the watch. The app works on the phone. It works on the watch, but for whatever reason, the dark sky complication is not showing up in the complications list. So, no matter what you do. Huh? Yeah. And I've, I've uninstalled it, reinstalled it. And that didn't do it. So that's, but that is literally the only glitch I've had with anything other than that. It's just been an absolute pleasure. I, I was also a little concerned with the 44 being not only yeah. bigger on my wrist, but also maybe even a little heavier. Um, mm-hmm. But once I, I put my old watch band on um, and popped it on my wrist and it's like, okay, it's a little bigger and that's it. Yeah. And I haven't noticed anything else. Okay. Um, which, uh, which model did you go with? You went to which color and band? Uh, well, the band was kind of a, a non-starter. It didn't really matter. I, I, you have, I got you have a large collection like me. Yeah. I, I got the sport band, but I've, I've, yeah. I, I've bought one of the original Apple magnetic uh, bands and that's the one I've stuck with you know, the whole time. Right. I, in fact, I've, and then I bought a couple knockoffs. But I love the right. magnetic because it's so completely adjustable. Um, it's, it's and it's stylish too. Yeah, yeah, very. Um, but I got forty-four millimeter space gray. Space gray. That's that's my color too. So yeah. I'm pr- probably going to do that. I like those. The, I like those the, the the cloth band ones. I mean, I have one of those, um, and uh, they do have the the the, the mono with that. Um, so I might I might do the space gray aluminum case with uh, uh, the, the black sports uh, loop. Uh, uh, although I might not do that. That's the wrong one because that's too expensive. <laughs> I think it's going to be the space gray aluminum with the black sports. Oh, I was looking at the cellular. Okay, yeah, because that yeah that's the one I like. I get because I, I I like that band. I mean, I've got a gray one, and I've had I was wearing it for a long time, and I now switched to the sports band. But mm-hmm. but I like I said, we we're all we love our bands. We love switching to them. And, uh, and, uh, I, I'm so happy that they, they didn't make the bands to have to, everybody have to buy new bands. And that, that's, that's, you know, again, kudos to Apple. And like you said, they, they could easily have done this and make more people buy stuff. But I, they've had a lot of backlash over the years when they do those kind of things, but now you can keep your bands. And sometimes they have good reasons for doing it. I was really surprised and honestly a bit concerned when they said, okay, if you had a 40 millimeter watch before, the 40 millimeter band will fit the 44 millimeter uh, series four. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well that doesn't, that sounds like a little bit of a clue. Yeah. I'm a little worried about this, but no, it, it, it looks like it was made for it. Absolutely. Good. Good. Um, yeah. I was in the Apple store on Friday um, buying my case because I didn't, uh, or cause I ordered my phone online. Uh, did you order yours online as well? Uh, yeah. I've, three in the morning. Yep. Okay, me too. <laughs> but the nice thing was, since I'm in the upgrade program, I was able to have it all pre-ready to go in the cart. And all I had to do was push. I, I, I woke up and saw, saw it was ready to go and opened the Apple uh, Store app and pushed the order and, 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 and half asleep. Yep. <laughs> so we were able to do that. I, did you order the watch the same way? I, I Well, you couldn't pre-order the watch. So you had to actually walk through the process. So I'm like you. I woke up, hit the button to pre-qualified everything, got it all done hit the button, then went back and placed a second order for the watch. Um, okay. So I had two separate orders going. Um, but yeah, it, it was probably the smoothest experience that, that I've had in ordering. Yeah, pre-ordering it was. It was yeah. So when I went to go buy the case, I got to see the watch in person. So I was like, uh, 
that was my first impression when you when you open it up said uh, yeah the, the the display is just incredible i mean it's just i i can't believe how sharp and, and clean the, the display is it really is it's, it's very impressive uh, but i was in the st- i was at the store bought my my midnight blue uh, silicon case and i saw all the employees that i know were busy i didn't want to bother them so and i look outside and there's still a long line of people waiting to order stuff so i mean they, they weren't even letting people if you wanted to get a watch you had to go wait in line mm-hmm. to, to be helped to, to order it so and because i asked the guy do you have them in stock I was like, yeah i do but you have to go over and wait in that line so I'm like, okay i think i can wait <laughs> so now was was that the michigan avenue store david it was uh, Woodfield, Woodfield, on Schaumburg. Schaumburg. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I think that was pretty consistent from what I was reading from a lot of the stores that there were, there were some lines. I don't think it was as crazy as it was in, in years past with people waiting in uh, for three days to to get a phone. So, uh, but uh, there were there were some lines. Um, so, uh, but. Any other any thoughts about the Apple Watch before we move on to iOS? No, um, I, I I think I, I do want to mention though that and I've been talking about this a lot that I feel like yeah. this, this version of the watch, the last one in this one really are the two that cemented it. These have become mm-hmm. very, very personal devices. They're not just watches anymore that run a few apps. They, they've, they've taken the same, same kind of feel that the iPhone has. I mean, you feel lost without your iPhone. I now feel lost yeah. without my Apple watch too. Um, I'm, I'm so used to having not just the convenience of it, but all the features and yeah. with with the new health features, I mean, we didn't we didn't really touch on those um, because I've just I, I have not done an EKG on myself, but yeah. you know, using using the heart app and yeah. all, all of those, it's it's just it's really interesting what has happened with this device, and I'm not sure that Apple really anticipated it going that huh. direction. But it has, and and that's where we are. So, I would tell anybody if, and and I'm sure you saw the story, uh, not to steal anything off the news, that John no. Hancock now apparently is requiring some kind of health monitoring device for okay. life insurance policies. Oh wow! No kidding. Yeah. So I think Fitbit, Apple Watch, of course. Um, there, yeah. there may have been one of the Androids. I'm sure there's one of the Androids. But interesting. It just you know that that's a really interesting development, and it. Hmm. we're back to that whole quantified lifestyle that now is being adopted by corporate America. At least this is the first company that I've seen it. But on the other hand, what Aetna, and I think there were a couple others that were offering Apple watches to their customers. um, If you would agree to be tracked or agree to give so much information or meet certain exercise goals, and then you would not have to pay for the watch. So everybody's recognizing the benefits of having this kind of data right there could be an invasion or intrusion, excuse me, an intrusion into our poly, into our privacy. Yeah, um, I mean, it's it's kind of like car insurance when they want you to, to have them, to allow them to be able to monitor your speed. Uh, I mean, kind of similar to that. I mean, it's not, obviously you're comparing a car versus your health, but um, one key one key thing I was going to, I, mean, I did forget to talk about the whole thing was, was the, the, the enhanced health on the Apple Watch with the EKG that's going to be available and the ECG, as well as this device is FDA approved. I mean, the Federal Drug Administration approves this device as being a health watch. I mean, that that was a game changer for Apple. Absolutely. We, we do need to make clear that when we say FDA approval, we're talking about the same kind of approval that you get for other health right. health things. Like, um, right. I, I think they were using the examples of blood pressure cuffs and birth control and home pregnancy right. tests and, and those kind of things. So it's right. not it's not equivalent to what you see at 
the hospital when you go in and get checked no, out. No, of course not. But yeah. still, for being a personal device that, that someone can purchase, and, and th the doors are going to open up even wider for Apple. I mean, they don't have it yet, but for diabetics, being able to measure your blood your blood sugars, um, that's going to be a, the next thing I bet that comes out soon. They're already, they're already looking at that. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, just the doors are now open wide. Um, and the EKG, of course, is not going to be available until later on in a, in a software update. So, it, uh, so we won't be able to do that right away, but uh, pretty cool stuff. So. Absolutely. And just makes the watch more valuable. I mean, so oh, absolutely. we've heard so many people, you know, gripe a bit about the price of some of these things. Yeah. And yeah, if, if it were any one of these devices, it would be pretty expensive. But when you roll right. it all into one and strap it on your wrist, uh, not so much. Yeah, I agree. So that's the Apple Watch. Let's uh, let's uh, finish the remaining time we have for our show today is uh, just dig a little bit into iOS 12 and uh, review some of the top features and improvements. Uh, so, uh, the first thing that really stands out, I think, when iOS 12 just first came out, of course, iOS 12 was released on, uh, I believe it was on Monday of, of last week as we record this. Um, it, was, it, was, it was about five, four or five days before the, uh, the, the pre-order for the, the, the 10S, was it not? I think it was. Uh, I can't remember, but it doesn't matter. Uh, so it's out. Uh, and uh, the first thing that stood out was legacy device support. And being able to go back to the 5S, which is a device that's what, five, six years old, and still be able to get the latest OS on it is, is pretty impressive. Um, and it, uh, and, and I can attest that the performance is is pretty incredible, and I've talked to a lot of people, including my 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 boss who I work I work for. Um, he he has the eight, um, and I told him to install it right away. And normally he's one that won't do that. They, they, he wants to wait, and I said, "No, you got to do this. The speed, performance, and the, the support is awesome." But going back to legacy device support, going from the five S all the way up to the current models, pretty 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 incredible, don't you think? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's. It, but again, that's nothing new for Apple. You know, they they deliver no. value, and I think as long as it, it that that they can make an OS that will reasonably perform on these devices and deliver the kind of Apple experience that they want, and when they don't, that's when that or security reasons seems to be when they sunset things and, and right. move on. Not a bad, not really not a bad guideline if you look at it that way. Because no. Apple is so invested in the experience, that's one of the one of the key things they have to sell. And so, right. yeah, could they take an, a, you know, an iPhone three or an iOS uh, version three device and, yeah. and build an operating system? Sure, but it probably would be dog slow and probably yeah. have security holes all over the place. They won't do that, right? So the five S still feel, fits into that category and. I've talked to people who have the six. I had a, I had a I had a six that I installed it on. I definitely noticed a, a huge improvement in performance. So that's one good thing. Speaking of performance, of speed improvements. Yeah, I mean, I definitely notice a huge speed improvement. I mean, of course, we both have newer phones, so of course the speed's going to be good. But even when I saw it on the eight and the eight plus and the seven, I mean, and the six, I mean, the speed is 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 pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, I I loaded it on a six uh, six plus um, that I okay. have that I use for for video work, and sure. was kind of surprised that yeah, there's there's definitely a noticeable difference there, and I'm kind of anxious to do a few tests and see if it erodes the battery life at all. Uh, I mean, I'm not, yeah. not really worried about it for the use I have for it, but um, at the end of the day, yeah, maybe I'm hoping it's just optimized code, and that I won't lose any battery life. 
Right, exactly. A um, couple other things they've added, and this is kind of a combination. They, they group the stack notifications, which is pretty big, I think. It was kind of annoying when you would go through and get notifications, especially I get Twitter notifications all the time, and you've got one, two, three, <laughs> they keep popping up. Now they're stacked. So if it's from the same person, uh, it'll stack it, and, and any type of notification, no matter if it's Twitter or, 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 or Facebook or whatever you have, and that's notifying you. So I, I don't know if you find that to be beneficial. Yeah, I, I, it took me a, a little while to figure it out and like it. Um, but as it is now, it definitely, when you see Twitter notifications or notifications from anything, it's nice that yeah. they're all there in one and I can kind of rip through them and say, okay, now I'm done with that one. Now let's go over to this one and, and see what there is to deal with there. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. So they, they did a great job and managing those notifications from the lock screen. They've improved that too. Um, the screen time. Have you, have you played with that at all? Mm-hmm. I, 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 did you turn it off or? <laughs> I turned it off. Don't care. It screen time annoys me. Okay. It annoys me from the standpoint that I I think Apple had to do this to take care of some of the pundits and and the people out there that are saying, Oh, protect us from ourselves. Grow up. You know, I'm sorry, folks. And don't send me emails, but (laughs) I I have it on your own own time screen. I mean, I I have it on because I wanted to see what it did, but I'm probably going to be pretty close to be turning it off here pretty soon. So, um, couple of things uh, that do not disturb. They did some pretty good improvements with that. You can do it during bedtime and be able to adjust it on the flyers before you had to go into settings and actually make the changes. So what time you wanted to do not disturb, turn on or off. I don't know if you utilize that uh, that feature at all or, I, I, or, did, or not, do not disturb in general. Yeah, I use do not disturb. I've got a, I have not had a chance to play with this, but it will be nice, I think, yeah. to set um, different, be, be able to easily set different parameters save during the work week as opposed to weekends when yeah. I would like to have do not disturb, let me sleep just a little bit longer because people keep calling it ungodly hours. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. You don't want that to happen. So, I mean, so I, I have it turned on. The only time I have to turn it off is if I'm on call for work. So <laughs> uh, other than that, yeah, I, I always have it on. I've always, I always have. So um, the, uh, the, the, the photos app was uh, reworked. So you can, uh, uh, you have a for you tab and, and it's got new algorithms to search uh, and detect subjects, which I thought that was pretty interesting. I, I want to get deeper into that in future uh, discussions, but uh, yeah, it, they've added some pretty good enhancements in, in photos. Yeah. And they seem to be pushing the idea that you can manage so many of your, actually manage the photos on your phone. Right. You don't have to worry about going over to your Mac to manage them. I mean, the editing has been there for a while. But right. I think some of these things, you're right, are going to be very interesting to dig into. I haven't had a chance to yet. No. Again, uh, we've had iOS not a very short time. So uh, speaking of the short time, uh, Shortcuts, the Shortcuts app. Have you have you dove into that at all? Uh, not the Shortcuts app, but I have played with Siri Shortcuts in, in a couple apps that support them. And right. I've been blown away. I just yeah, think I it, is, it, is, it is so much better than some of the other devices that are throwing out, you know, there's constantly adding new skills right. or capabilities that are really not relevant to much of anything. Um, this yeah. lets me assign the commands I want. Right. Do I have to go and do it? Yes. But if I want to do it that bad, which is not that right. bad, it's, it's, it's pretty darn easy to set up and I can set it up the way I want. And, and I really, really, really like that. I think this is going to be one of the killer features of this particular version of iOS. Yeah, I agree. And then uh, the Shortcuts app in, its, in itself was uh, was designed uh, along the lines of the app that they had purchased about a year ago called uh, Workflow. Uh, 
So the, the, they bought a workflow, I think it was about a year ago. And that's what, inc- uh, that's what in, incorporated what the shortcuts app is today. So they've discontinued the workflow app and it's now all part of the shortcuts app. So uh, the cool thing is there's all kinds of different shortcuts that you could do, like adding events to your calendar, uh, downloading a YouTube video if you wanted to, uh, there's a, they create a shortcut. They've got a lot of preset shortcuts. You could share uh, screenshots. I mean, there's just, it's, it's just endless is what you can do. I could probably spend a whole show just talking about what the Shortcuts app uh, does. But our good friend, uh, David Sparks, you know, did you see his, uh, um, his new courses that he's, he's got up now? He has a, I, and I, I, I purchased it. It's, a, it's great. It's a, the, the actual uh, Shortcuts app. And he's at about a three-hour session uh, on, uh, on, on it. I don't know if you saw that or not. I, I did. Um, I want to talk to David about that. But I, it's, it's one of those things that I just have to put on my list of things to do because I'm actually right. do it. David does such a great job of walking he through does. things in, in a nice logical fashion. So in three hours, you'll be a Shortcuts expert. Oh, yeah. And that's, I, I, I got just purchased the, the, the uh, 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 the course and I'm, I can't wait to spend the time on it. that's the hard that's the hard part is making the time for it so but I'm definitely going to have his link in the show notes so we can promote uh, David's uh, work and he's got he, he just went on uh, I believe on OmniFocus and then of course his great iPhone book I, I bought and uh, a lot of other great things uh, but, but uh, yeah definitely definitely we'll check that out and uh, like I said we'll have it in the, the link in the show notes um, the share sheets, the share sheets icons. I mean, if you notice, they did redesign and update those. Um, I think that's it's it's a lot cleaner than it was in the past. I don't know what you think. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's one of those cosmetic changes that uh, I don't know that it. At least I haven't found that it adds a lot of functionality. But yeah, no, to your point, but it's it's, it's, a, it, it's clean. It's uh, that's what that's what I that's what I that I came up with. Now, uh, FaceTime, you know, they, they were promoting the th- being able to talk to 32 simultaneous people at once. That isn't enabled in iOS 12.0 as of yet. Uh, 12.1 is in beta right now, and I believe that is, that is enabled, so it's coming soon. I mean, it's, it would be interesting to have a conversation with 32 people in FaceTime. I don't know about you, but... It, that's a lot of people to be in one in one session. I mean, we we did it, we did it when you did the Mac Voices uh, through Zoom. Uh, we had what about uh, fifteen people, I think it was, yeah. and it's, it's it can be a challenge. Yeah, I you know, David, I think this is going to be one of those newly acquired skills that we all have to right. have to get uh, learn how to how to participate in that kind of group. I mean, if you think about it. You can do that with uh, at the local bar with fifteen people standing around. You know, every True. everybody kind of figures it out. This just changes the dynamic a little bit, but yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I too, I'm looking forward to testing that out. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, the uh, other thing is, uh, did you, did you create your Memoji when you had no. the iOS? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I, I did. I'll get around. It it's one of those things. I'll get around to it. You know. Yeah, no, it, it. I think they did a great job with it. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I was sharing it with some of my sister-in-laws and they don't have iPhone 10s. So they say, how do you do that? And so I started talking and of course you do the text where it puts your emoji on your body and <laughs> sent that video. And uh, th- it's a lot of fun. I, I think Apple has really, really come a long way with this and, and uh, made it, made it a lot of fun to, to, to play with. I mean, um, they, they really made it a lot easier to send these things too through messages. And, and speaking of messages, like I, I, I'm pretty impressed with how they improved the messages and its use, especially the, the camera. I really hated that, that version in iOS 11 where you were to go take a picture and it's got that small little screen that's, that's sitting in there and you're trying to, I'm going to take a picture with that and I'll, let me just open it over into the camera. And now, now it, 
automatically opens up. But then what they did was they they added the feature where you can add um, effects in, into the into the photos right there uh, before you send it to, to the person. So they they really come. I think they really made some drastic improvements in messages. Yeah, and and I don't want to come off like you know a, a grouch. You know, I mean, the, <laughs> the, listen, the the, okay. the the uh the emoji, you know, the or an emoji, the an emoji on the last version. You know, yeah, you try to right away. But I never could find really a compelling use. I mean, I will. I, yeah. Seriously, I will get around to playing with the emoji. Yeah, it's okay. No, not, it's not for everybody. It's definitely not for everybody. Yeah. I, I understand. But, but it, I think they've had some fun. Yeah, but that that's the beauty of what Apple does is, you know, just exactly. because it doesn't apply to me or I don't care, you know, the, you you might love it. I, I can think of several of our friends that probably, you know, that's <laughs> yes. all I'll be getting from them is Memoji. So, you know, great. You know, that, that's, I'm sure Allison's going to send a few to you. So. Oh, please. Oh, you had to bring <laughs> that right. up, didn't you? I tried. Yeah, um, you got to have some fun. Yeah. So, uh, but... Uh, so yeah, they they really made some improvements in that. Uh, the uh, the control center they made some improvements in there as well. Uh, uh, I think I forgot the, the the one feature that they added. Um, I think I have my list here, but I I did add it. Um, uh, they 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 did add some uh, some some extra settings that you can uh, make changes to. I don't recall what that is it's in our notes here, but uh, but they've 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 made a few improvements in there, and it that that, that menu service in itself is is pretty cool. Um, when it comes to that, so yeah, and um, and I want to mention too that some of the improvements uh, on the iPad uh, have been oh yeah oh yeah we were talking about it yeah I think are 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 very very nice. You're gonna have to relearn a couple things, but I found that it took me like 20 minutes, and I was doing it the the new way with no trouble. So yeah, yeah oh yeah, and uh, they they've put the swiping in in the iPad, so you technically don't need the home button. So that's kind of a hint hint that when the iPads are about to be announced probably next month that, that they're going away and going to put face ID on that. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, so yeah, it, it, it does take a little getting used to, I mean, um, you know, Don McAllister did it in screencast online when he did the demo. It, it, it does take a little bit of time to, uh, to move, uh, those, uh, uh, move, move things around on the iPad. Uh, to, it does take a little getting used to. So. Yeah. But I think it also depends on how much you use the iPad. I mean, just True. you use the phone all the time. If you use the iPad all the time, you're going to pick it up real quick. And absolutely, and the best thing is, it feels like it makes sense. You know, again, it's not just something yeah. to change it to change it. It feels like no, okay, no. The the experience is more consistent, and the new moves make sense. Yeah, yeah. So, um, let's see what else that the, they they've um, improvements to the stocks app. I don't know if you use the stocks app, but uh, oh yeah, uh, you, you can. Uh, so I think they've. What did you think? I mean, I think they've made some improvements there for sure. It's a lot easier to look at, look at stocks. Yeah, I've 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 always been a stocks uh, app user. It, it seems to get a lot of criticism, but but yeah, I I like it. It it puts yeah. that information easily at your fingertips. They've uh, they've added uh, search by lyrics with music. I've tried it. It's pretty cool. I mean, you could do that with your HomePod too. Um, so that's that's been a new feature added. Uh, so, uh, the face ID, and now you can add two different faces if you want to, or, or you can add, maybe you want to add your spouse or your friend or, and then they can open up your phone too. So that was, that was a bit of an addition, which was really nice. Uh, makes things a little easier. Um, the podcast app now supports chapters for us podcasters. Um, so if you do chapters, uh, that that's a bit of a permit. Uh, so I, I, we don't do chapters. I don't think do you do chapters on your podcast. No. I don't think I'll, no. it's a lot of work, <laughs> honestly. Uh, so, but it's available. Um, Safari, now you can enable favicons. I know it's exciting. I want to see a favicon. 
in Safari. So I threw a couple in here just to kind of chuckle at some of the things. But the Measure app, which was is out, that that's a pretty cool app um, that's now included with iOS 12. I don't know if you've had a chance to use much of that. I did. I played with it. And, you know, it's it's one of those things that you start to appreciate what AR can do for you. And, yeah. and you know, some, there are some real world, real, real world applications as opposed to just some of the game demos. Uh, yep. So I, you know, I would tell anybody go and check this out because get your get your feet wet. You know, if yeah. if if you're not out, you know, capturing. Oh, I can't think of what what are the things you go out and capture in AR the game. Uh, oh yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, that. yeah, you too. It's I'm, I'm because again, just never meant anything to me. Exactly, but, things not important to me either. <laughs> yes, yeah, but but this it's like okay, you know, it may not be laser sharp just yet, but. You know, this, right. these are very early days and it gives you an idea of maybe what can be done with it. Now, I don't know if you've done this one. This is, uh, they did they did uh, change it so you can actually change the name of your alarms. Have you tried that? Because what you can do is you can call it, like I say, uh, hey, S lady, uh, turn on sleepy time. And then it'll turn on your alarm for that particular time. No, I changed yeah, I saw that written up, but I have not, I have not tried it. I mean, I. Yeah, I did try it. And it's, it's, uh, it's a, it's a, pretty pretty impressive i was uh actually impressed with that so uh but uh yeah it's uh they they, they really bad and it's like we keep going there's just so many a, a lot of you know, great enhancements they've added with ios and include ios 12 including the performance and i think we i think we can't just talk we can't talk about that enough as far as performance goes yeah yeah and and you get the feeling that we're slowly being steered toward more and more of a voice interface if if you want it um, sometimes I worry about that working in an office situation or being in public, right. are we all going to be talking to our phones? <laughs> every, every, everybody, I mean, those of us, who, those of us who, those who don't have an Apple watch and all of a sudden you start seeing people talking into your Apple watch. Oh my God, it's like Dick Tracy, <laughs> Dick Tracy watch. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, just people are just, uh, it's just changing a lot of the way, the way we do things yeah. you know, these days. Yeah. And, and okay. I don't know about you, but I've, I've found Siri to be, whoops, whoops. Okay. I almost, oh, wait. Um, as long as you don't use the first word. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but I have, I have found it to be game changing that, you know, mm-hmm. I, it's, 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 it's very, very convenient. I'm not sure it's essential at this moment, but it's pretty darn convenient. The more you use it, the yeah. more you start to really miss it when it's not there. Right. I agree. Um, one thing I'm so happy they fixed is not doing any, no, no more accidental screenshots with the volume up button. <laughs> that was so annoying. I would do that all the time. Yeah. Uh, so they, they fixed that because that was, I mean, it was very easy to do it. I mean, I would do, I mean, it's like, God darn it. Yep. <laughs> kind of swipe it away again. And, and then all of a sudden I have, where did all these screenshots come from? I didn't do these. Yep, me too. So yeah. any closing uh, comments or, or uh, thoughts about what we talk about tonight? I think, uh, we really hit a lot of great topics uh, for this, and and, and I think we're excited with the, with the with the iPhone, the Apple Watch, and iOS 12. Yeah, David. You know, I would just tell anybody that you know go go and avail yourself of of this. I mean, if if you can afford it, if you need it, but even if you even if you don't get the new app, the newest Apple Watch or the newest phone, definitely do the software upgrades to to iOS and on yeah, the Mac for sure. Mojave. That's a whole other discussion. But you know, th- th- there are reasons that all this stuff is being done. Um, it's just improving your experience and what you can do with these devices. And so if, you, if you're if you not taking advantage of it, if you're just using it as a phone and for email and web surfing, okay, yeah. you know, but you really are missing out. I agree. I agree. 
So with that, let's wrap things up. Um, uh, Chuck, I can't thank you enough for joining me today. It was uh, it's just an absolute thrill for you to be here, and uh, we had a lot of fun and a lot of great discussion. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's it's uh, it's 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 strange to be on this side of the microphone. I know. I, I just like I said, I just I've been on your show so many times, and 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 many more. Uh, and uh, it uh, it's just I, I'm still just. Wow, I'm I'm doing a podcast with you, and I'm I'm it's my podcast. I never thought, I never thought, but it, it, my dream has come true. Oh, I'm glad we could do that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, where where can everybody find you? Uh, two best best places, of course, MacVoices.com. You can see all the shows that I do and and everything. Yep. Uh, you'll you'll see David on there plenty, and in the past, yes, I hope to have him back uh, plenty in the future. And you can Absolutely. contact me on Twitter as at Chuck Joiner. Yeah, we got you got a lot of great shows and um, that you've done, and uh, and uh, I really liked your review on on the the Bose uh, Quiet Comfort thirty five uh, two. Those that's a that's a great headphone. I have the the as I made my comment in the Facebook page uh, that I've got the first version. I can't see much difference between the two, I and mean, there really isn't much. I think it's just the uh, the Google the, the Google Assistant and Amazon A lady. Uh, so I'm not, so I'm not missing anything. <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't have yours, but I didn't see anything right. else that was, no. that was really that. I, I, I try comparing them because you know me, I got to got an upgrade and $350 for a pair of headphones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, lots of great stuff that Chuck does. Uh, and again, I, I can't, I can't uh, thank you enough for, for being here. No, thank you. Uh, so everybody, thanks for listening, and we hope you are more in touch with iOS after hearing this episode. Subscribe to our podcast in your favorite podcaster and show your friends how to find us in the Apple Podcasts app, the Google Podcast, the Stitcher Radio, and we're also on Spotify. If you want to email us any questions and comments, please do. Our, our, our email address is feedback at intouchwithios.com, or you can also visit our website at intouchwithios.com uh, and click on the contacts or simply add a comment to the show notes. We're looking forward to bringing you more useful information in future episodes. I'm Dave Ginsburg, and you can find me on uh, on Twitter at DaveG65. And Chuck, where do we find you on Twitter? Uh, Twitter at Chuck Joiner with an I. All right. Very good. We hope you'll subscribe for future episodes. And thanks for listening. <laughs>